Do you struggle to find answers to your pelvic health problems? Do you feel silenced in your quest to just feel better? Women, girls, sisters, if you have experienced infertility, PCOS, incontinence, painful periods, sexual trauma, and so much more associated with the pelvis, then Women's Pelvis Wellness is a place for you. Me and experts from around the world are joining here to get you the answers to the holistic health that you have been seeking. Please join us in being a pelvis wellness warrior. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I have a very special guest, um, Lotus Family Chiropractic Wellness Way Osseo. That's her Zoom name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Dr. Courtney Kloss. Close. Close. Yep. Okay. Yep. That was close. close. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> like you've never heard that before, right? Yeah. Yep. No, that's perfect. So thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I was very looking forward to this. So thank you. You're very welcome. So you are a chiropractor in central Wisconsin. Yes. Yep. And go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just going to let you take it over. Just share your story and kind of, you know, a brief synopsis of what got you to where we are now. Sure. So my name is Dr. Courtney Close, like Amy just introduced. Uh, me and my fiance, Dr. Shane Heiser, practice in Osseo, Wisconsin, uh, about 20 minutes south of Eau Claire. We are both chiropractors um, and owners of Lotus Family Chiropractic, but then we're also the Wellness Way Osseo. So we have a very long name, so I like to explain that a little bit. Um, first and foremost, we're a very family-friendly chiropractic clinic. We both have a love and passion for seeing entire families and helping families regain their health together. Um, and I specifically love um, pregnancy, empowering women during their pregnancies, and then taking care of those children um, afterwards. So the Wellness Way part, we are affiliates of what is called the Wellness Way, a family <laughs> of doctors. There's over, there's over 100 clinics now. One of our classmates opened in Ireland, so we're international now. Wow. The Wellness, yeah, the Wellness Way opened like 20 years ago, started in Green Bay, Wisconsin with Dr. Patrick Flynn. And he just opened his chiropractic clinic and had this this great idea, which really is the foundation of chiropractic and our principles that your daily thoughts, your daily traumas and your daily toxins all add up and play into how your health, you know, your, your health and how you live your life and, and to the best capability that you have. Um, we do health differently very differently. Uh, a lot of people get us confused with functional medicine or naturopath. We are similar, but not the same. Mm -hmm. Functional okay. medicine and some naturopaths and other MDs who take more of a holistic approach, which is what we do. We take a holistic approach. Um, they still have somewhat of the medical mindset. That's, that's their training. They're just using 
a more natural form of either drug, there are more natural forms of drugs, or they're using supplements, but typically the same mindset of like, okay, you have this, this, and this, let's get you on omega-3s, all this stuff, and like, we're going to help you out. So our goal is a little bit different. We use very complete diagnostic testing. Like you're not going to find anybody who tests you more than a wellness way doctor to find the full picture of your individual body and what's going on, your function. We use that picture um, and those diagnostic tests to find out any deficiencies, any areas of concern, and essentially support your body. We use supplements too. I'm not saying we don't, but it is never our goal to have you on anything like lifelong because then we'd be no different than saying, here's a medication, take that for the rest of your life. We try to really restore. That's our big word is we try to restore and rebuild. Um, and that's, that's the type of people we're looking for. So I, I see women who have been through the, been through the medical system and myself included, I've been through the medical system for sure. Um, it's those women that feel like they're really stuck and struggling. They've done all the things they've gone all the places and they still are struggling. Mm -hmm. That's when women come to see me. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, me too. I did want to ask you a question. Um, so like you said that you take like a really complete diagnostic. What are some of like, do you actually do testing? Like do you do spit tests or do you do any type of testing? What are the diagnostics sure. that you typically do? So essentially any diagnostic test, blood, spit, urine, um, you name it, that even your medical doctor can do we do as well. Um, we use a variety of diagnostic companies to test. We do food allergies, that's a blood draw. We do hormone testing, which is a blood draw, and we actually use dried urine and not saliva. While saliva is the medical um, gold standard for hormones, in our opinion, it does not give us enough information. There's like 10 different estrogen metabolites that I don't even see on a saliva test that I need to know. We do autoimmune tests. Uh, immune panels have been very big right now with the current um, COVID and trying to figure out your immune sure. system. Um, stool tests, we have people pooping little French fry trays, <laughs> you yeah. name it, we test it to figure out the full picture. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's really interesting because, um, I know I'm 40 this year, so I have to go in and have all the things done, but it's interesting that you do that. Yeah. You brought up the food allergy thing because I have been struggling and I may have mentioned it with, um, you before because, because, um, you know, we, we know each other. So, you know, Courtney and I have chatted before, but yeah. I have had flare-ups of rhabdomyolysis, myolysis. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. um, and almost every single person that I've spoken to, functional medicine, integrative medicine, uh, personal trainers, they all have said right from the get-go that it's a food allergy. Yeah. And in the medical field, I've had, oh my gosh, I've had so many blood draws. I think overall, I've probably had 
two dozen vials of blood, you know, over how many months, mm -hmm. um, muscle testing, all these things done and they have no answers and they have no idea what it could be. Um, and it was so interesting because, um, I did look it up and it said that hypothyroidism could cause it. And, um, I, you know, had a thyroid panel and everything done and they said that it could, my doctor told me that it would not be related. And I said, well, it says on Google that it can, <laughs> and she's like, well, you know, I mean, and I understand like not everything on Google is accurate. I totally get that. I thought, well, I should bring it up because this is what mm -hmm. I found. Um, and so, yeah, still no answers. The next thing that they want to do is a muscle biopsy. And I'm like, that's pretty invasive. So I think I'm going to say no, but I've still, I've gotten it a couple more times. They're very mild, but I know that that's what it is. And I have to okay. find out what this is. So I need that. I need to get some allergy testing. Now. Yeah. That's the one thing when I call it to, when I call to, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a mammogram and I'm going to do a thermography session. I'm going to do both. Because um, actually, I'm gonna make it an educational thing with my clients. I love that. You know, because I want to do the comparison. Because you know, there's obviously there's controversy about that. And um, mm -hmm. but yeah, anyway, going way off topic. But the yeah, allergy testing is gonna be huge because I mean, the basis of of all physical nutrition or physical issues is nutrition. Mm -hmm. You know, apart from the whole you know energy mindset emotional stuff. Yeah. Here, here's another way to look at it too, is that food allergies, especially when we test them, the wellness way test them, we use a lab called Immunolabs. So anybody could go out and get this. This isn't something you can get just from us. It's called Immunolabs. They're in Florida. When you get that test, it's really a picture of your immune system. It's not necessarily nutrition. So with rhabdomyolysis and, and things like that, any immune system reaction that is causing it, so whether that's hypo or hyperthyroid, whether your body is eating away muscle tissue, um, any type of immune system reaction, getting your food allergies tested really shows you what's your immune system also concerned about with food. Right. And when you take that added stress of eating foods that your, your immune system's worried about your thyroid, your immune system's worried about all these things. And when people re remove their food allergies and see what their immune system is trying to fight against with that, the healing, like the sky's the limit with healing because your, your immune system, you just take a huge load off of its shoulders and you're not causing daily reactions, almost like stubbing your toe. Like you stub right. your toe in the middle of the night and you're like, son of a, that really hurts, but it goes away after a while. Food allergies, it's like you're stubbing your toe every Everything. single day yeah. and then you get inflamed and it's throbbing and it hurts. And that's, that's part of your immune system is what's doing that. It's flagging foreign food. Yeah. So yeah. Intuitively, you know, I feel it's dairy and I'm really bummed about that. Because, you know, I was raised on a farm and I feel, I feel, I totally feel like I'm betraying my people. I honestly do. But the only, the only dairy I have now is like cheese curries and butter. I don't mm -hmm. like have, you know, I don't have it daily and things like that, but I yeah. definitely know when I have it, mm -hmm. the cheese curds are so good. 
I know. I wish. <laughs> I wish it wasn't true. I'm always kind of screwing myself, and I, I know. across from people, and I'm like, "You're allergic to dairy. You're allergic to casein. You're allergic to goat's milk." Sometimes, like, yeah. There, thankfully, there are many, many alternatives right. now. Even like since five years ago, it's wild right. how many alternatives there are that that really help people transition, but. Uh, I think that that's part of the difficulty too, because people don't know, you know, like me, um, I don't, I don't know which almond brand, mm -hmm. you know, which almond milk brand is the best brand to do. And then there's yeah. also controversy about almond milk and the mm -hmm. bees and, you know, like all that stuff. So then do you do coconut milk and then do you do this and then do you do that? And it's like, yeah. we're, we should just drink water. I, I <laughs> know, but water. The companies, you know, our food industry has really let us down, to be honest. It's all about the marketing. Sure. It's all about the colors. It's not about the quality. It's about the quantity. So on top of making a huge lifestyle change, you know, to go dairy free or gluten free or whatever it is, you have to go and like read through those ingredients. And it's insane, the additives that they'll put in there to try to make it taste good. I mean, if you go gluten-free and if you actually go for gluten-free products, I caution people all the time because you can send yourself into pre-diabetes if you just consume the same foods but gluten-free because right. they're used with rice and um, all these high, high sugar flours that people don't necessarily think like this is sugar, like rice is healthy, but it's still sugar. So you, oh, I've seen a lot of people just go down that route, meat right. and veggies. It's, it's much cheaper one and it's easier. You don't have to read ingredients labels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for that little, <laughs> that little side note. So yeah, yeah. proceed. Yeah. So the, the premise of like the wellness way and speaking of like your autoimmune or whatever might be going on immune system, the wellness way and even chiropractic for the most part, our philosophy is that the body never makes a mistake. It doesn't. I don't know if you would agree with that. Well, I definitely think like, I mean, it's clearly telling you a story. Mm -hmm. I mean, you might not like what your body is telling you, so you may view it as a mistake, but it's telling you a story and you need exactly. to pay attention. Exactly. And I tell this to women all the time. Exactly. They, they have to know their norms. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the perfect example is, is when you go out, so it's going to be winter here pretty soon. So we're going to strip you down, Amy. We're going to throw you out in the snow and we're going to see what happens. What's your body going to do to protect you? You're going to start shivering, right? You're going to start shivering to pull all that blood flow to your inner organs, your fingers, your nose, your toes. They're all going to get really cold because you don't have that out there because it doesn't care about your fingers and toes, right? You might get frostbite. You might even lose a finger or lose a toe. But let me ask you, is that what your body should have done? Yeah. Yeah, it should have, because you, we can live without a toe. We can live right. without a finger. You can't live with anything else. So you can apply that to any condition. Sure. You can take the steps back and figure out this is what your body was doing. Sure. It's always trying to do the best it can and keep you alive. It's as simple as that. 
Right. And that's where it's my job to like dig through the history, figure out your triggers and when it really, really went wrong, which is what eventually we're going to talk about more specifically with women's health, like when things could have gone wrong for you and trying to figure that out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, great. So anything else, any questions for me? Well, you didn't, you never really told us about how you actually got interested in chiropractic and like what happened. True. True. So I, a little bit more about you personally, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So how did this start? I was going to be a physical therapist. I went to Winona state uh, university in Minnesota and I got a job at a chiropractic office my first summer after college. And to be completely honest, I hated it. I was like, there is no way I'm doing this. It was like an assembly line type, very insurance based. Yeah. Out. Like I was like this and I had never been adjusted before. I was like, this is what chiropractic is. Like, no wonder I've never been. Right. So, and she was, she was like, I'm going to make you a chiropractor. Like, you know, not a PT. And I was like, no, I think I'm going to do my own thing. Like, you're not going to tell me what to do. I was fresh in undergrad and just feisty a little bit. So fast forward to finding another mentor who I found through the softball program at Winona State, which is another story, but she was a chiropractor, uh, Dr. Kristen in Winona at Infinity Wellness. She was an entirely different chiropractor than the previous one I had worked for. She was spending 20 minutes to 30 minutes with every single patient. She was, she knew everybody's family members, everybody's everything and incorporated all that information to help the individual in front of her, whether it be with mental health, of course she was adjusting. And then she also was doing, um, NRT. So muscle testing, which myself, I'm actually certified in. I've been certified a couple times, but and it, that's where my journey started as I started seeing her. I was having uh, terrible, terrible periods. Mm. Um, I was having migraines like three times a week. I couldn't go to class. I couldn't go to softball practice. I was planning my entire life around my cycle. I know some women can totally relate to that where you're like, this is when it's happening. I can't do anything for like almost this week and a half because you never know when it's going to come. Right. And she muscle tested me and like my liver, my liver, my liver. I just remember that. And it was making sense. I understood. And I took the classes and I even became certified myself. But then it was like, I mean, you're on so many supplements and I, it never took the question like the step further. Like, but why is my liver sluggish or like right. why is where in my liver is like this issue happening it's just that like this overall organ is malfunctioning you know so after that fast forward to being in chiropractic school at Palmer um, in Davenport Iowa the Fountainhead which is where she had gone and I met my fiance, Dr. Shane, while we were in school. It's a very rigorous program. So we were best friends um, up until about halfway through. And eventually we kind of were like, we really like each other. 
we love the same things. Like I was the one who initiated, like, we should probably like see where this goes. And he, he was like, yeah, I think so too. And everybody in the school was, had already called it. Um, but we, we were only doing that muscle testing up to that point. Like that was our adjusting and we had both been um, certified in NRT. Then we meet this Dr. Patrick, the wellness way um, founder. He came to school and did this hormone test, this hormone connection uh, webinar or not webinar in person. And we were just blown away by, we had learned everything in school. We take four rounds of boards, we take PT, we take all these things, but nobody had ever put everything like into perspective and used it the way that he did with the foundation that the body is not making a mistake. Right. And even in school, they were like autoimmune, like your body is attacking itself. It's not. Your body is going after a virus or something that's not supposed to be there. And unfortunately, it's taking part of your tissue, but it's actually doing that to save your life. Right. So we were blown away by him and his awesome idea. And at that point, he only had a handful of clinics. And then uh, fast forward through school, we were seeing patients who had been adjusted their entire life. I mean, Palmer in Davenport, Iowa is like the fountainhead. Everybody goes there. It's the biggest, one of the biggest chiropractic clinics in the world. They have some of the best doctors. That's where we do our like residency, you would call it. Um, and these people have been adjusted their entire life, but they're still, they were still struggling from health conditions. And it was like, now what? Like we can only help these people so much. Right. There's gotta be more. There's got to be more. So after meeting Dr. Patrick, we decided to be the first students to ever open up a wellness way clinic. So that was a super big move for us to open up right out of school as students, let alone take on this huge holistic healthcare system that we're literally fighting an uphill battle, which you feel every day too, Mm -hmm. going against that grain that people have been conditioned their entire life to do one thing and then you step in and you're like have you ever thought of this right it's hard it's hard sometimes and now now what's even more frustrating I found is when somebody comes in with a condition that I've never heard of and I don't know how to help them Mm -hmm. and I don't know anybody offhand who can help them so that I have I'm like searching frantically you know to all Mm -hmm. my connections like have you heard of this have you heard of that you know, and thankfully, like somebody always knows somebody, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's that first initial, like, oh my gosh, I don't, I have no, I have no idea. I am completely stumped, you Mm -hmm. know, because there's a lot that I don't know. Yeah. So that's why there's referral networks. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of like specific conditions, um, like I was suffering from the migraines, I was like chronically constipated, those painful periods, brain fog, started getting really bad anxiety with all the added stress of graduate school. But the wellness way doesn't, we don't treat any specific disease or illness. Like I see people all the time with endometriosis, PCOS, hellish menopause symptoms, 
um, cancer, you name it, I see people struggling, but it's not my goal to like treat your endo. It's my goal to test your body. I know normal physiology. So when I test you and I'm looking at your labs, I want to rebuild you back to normal. I want to rebuild your body. And with that comes so many benefits. You know, people lose weight, their brain fog goes away. Like they come in for help with one thing, but when you start to rebuild the body, so many things get better. And it may or may not be in the order that you wish. Right. Because it's all about your body's priority. But I'm going to send my parents to your clinic. <laughs> I am. They, they live in Stanley. I mean, they're yeah. close. We so would love to see them. I so would. fast forward through my Wellness Way journey, I had all those things going on. I had started care with um, Dr. Alex Fennelly, which is, she practices out in Montana. Got my food allergies tested and my stool tested for migraines. And most people would be like, what? Why? Where's the connection? Yeah. And, <laughs> That's and where it now, starts. It starts in the gut. Exactly. It's the biggest foundation of health. Like you can't, it's like if you're going to, you're going to grow a garden and you go out there and you just like, I'm going to be, I'm going to grow this garden. I'm going to throw all these seeds out but you don't do anything to like till or pull the weeds and prep your garden. It's like, that's what we were doing before. We were just trying all these things. But once I actually got my food allergies and my stool tests, I could make my body the foundation healthy. And then my migraines are literally gone. And I had them like three to four times a week. And it was all food allergies. Like now we get our food allergies tested once a year. And I can trace it back. Like if I have a migraine or if I have like a headache or, or something comes up, I can always trace it back to, I ate out at this place that they probably had something in the seasoning or something there, or I was at this friend's house and they didn't really know that we were allergic to whatever. Right. So clear now. It's not just like this blur of a life, just painful, painful life anymore. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you don't feel good, you're not going to enjoy any part of life. No. You know, and everyone around you, especially, you know, like me being a single mom of three kids. I mean, if I'm feeling sluggish, that that obviously affects them. You know, I mean, I still have to get out there and do things. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, my mom, I remember her being run down all the time, working way too much. Mm-hmm. probably not you know taking care of herself and you know she she was always too tired to do anything yeah. you know yeah. dad was basically too tired to do anything either <laughs> you know yeah. and I don't want to you know I don't want to be that for my kids. no and I don't either that's where a lot of us have to really look look inside and look outside is is this the the future that I want am I right using the and doing the same habits of my parents or whoever you know you're looking up to am I doing those same things and am I going to end up there or should I change something so I don't end up where I don't want to be you know right um if it's okay with you I would love to share one more analogy about like our view on the healthcare system like absolutely why why you would come to see me So we have this awesome analogy um, for the healthcare system versus wellness way, holistic care. 
and we call it the fireman and the carpenter principle, okay? So if you were to think of your body like a house, we're gonna say that your body's like a house. Mm-hmm. If your house were to burn down, we all know who you're gonna call. You know who you're gonna call. You're gonna call 911, you're gonna right. call the fire department, and they're gonna come put the fire out at your house. Right. We also know that you would never call your dentist, you would never call a lawyer, or anybody who has like no idea how to put out a fire. Like the firefighters know what to do. That is their job. They have an amazing job and a very important job. They show up at your house that's on fire and they show up with their tools, which are axes and hoses. So when the firefighter shows up at your house and they take that ax and they break down your door, they might break out a window, they might break down a wall, They're going to spray down your entire house. They're going to spray down the walls. They're going to spray down your furniture. So is that water, is that ax and all the things that they did, is that good for your house? Yeah, because they're trying to save the house. Overall, they're trying to save the structure of the house. But is it good for your walls and for your carpet? Of course not. No, and I, yeah, no, I I see what, yeah. Yeah, for the, for the pictures of your kids on the walls, like it's not good for that stuff. You have collateral or different damage being right. brought in, but then to save the overall structure, which is, what we, which is what we want. So they do that. They put out your fire, and we're all happy, myself included. We're standing there like, thank God nobody got hurt. Uh, the house is still standing. Like we're all patting each other, you know, patting the firemen on the back. Like we're so happy. But in reality, you're still like, (laughs) right, like you're still like, well, crap, I can't go back into this burned up house. Like technically they can legally keep you out of a house because it's unsafe. So then who do you have to call to go back and live into your house? The carpenter. So that's where that guy comes in. Okay. So we're going to call the medical community, the firefighters, the 911, they're putting the fires out. And we're going to call wellness way doctors, the carpenters. So you call that carpenter and he walks into your burned up house and he comes in there with a completely different perspective. Right. Now, if, if that carpenter showed up to try to put your fire out and he shows up with all his tools and he's like, I brought my hammer and my nails and I brought some plaster and the fire is still blazing. The firemen are going to be like, you freaking idiot. Like, what are you doing? We don't get out of here. Right. Right. And vice versa. If the carpenter is, is thinking that the fire department's going to show up with their axes and hoses and try to rebuild your house with only that, the carpenter is going to be like, you guys, this is not your job. You know, your job is done. Right. And if there's no offense to either one, it's just the perspective that you, that you have. So that carpenter is making a list of all the new supplies he's got to bring, all the different tools, all that stuff to rebuild your house to get you back in there. So again, medical community, fire department, well, car- carpenters, wellness way doctors. Sure. So let's apply this to like a real life scenario. Let's say you and I are actually sitting next to each other for this interview and in this podcast. And you all of a sudden go into a massive heart attack. Knowing my credentials, being a, I have a movement science degree, a nutrition uh, minor, I'm a chiropractor and a wellness way doctor. 
Amy, are you comfortable with me going into the kitchen, grabbing a knife and trying <laughs> to save you? No, <laughs> no, you can call me an idiot. That's yeah. not, the, no, that's not what I'm here for. I'm the carpenter. I'm the rebuilding doctor. So right. you, you, we would call 911, right? We're going to be like, okay, call 911. They're going to get you to the hospital as fast as possible. And they're going to use their tools, their axes and their hoses. They're going to stick you with their hose, put the medication in you to try to help. And if that doesn't work, they're going to take their little ax and they're going to cut you open. Okay. And that is going to save your life. Hopefully that's what our doctors are really, really good at is saving your life. And this, the flip side, just like was the water good for your walls is, is that medication good for your body? It I mean, saved long your term. Life. It <laughs> saved your life. Thank right. goodness. But, but is it truly good for your body? There's going to be collateral damage just like, right just like when you sprayed down the walls of your house to put the fire out. Sure. So, so you have to then call a carpenter unless you want your house to be sprayed down every single day with water, which is what I like, like medication. You're just spraying your house down every day, hoping that that fire doesn't start. But what the carpenter does is figure out where that fire started in the first place and getting your house back rebuilt so there so no fire ever starts again. So if someone's in a heart attack or fire department situation, of course drugs and surgery may be needed. We can all agree on that. We have right. some of the best doctors, research, the best hospitals, but it's really for that like 911 fire situation. situation. Sure. Yeah. And and that's where we come in is if you don't want to water down your house every day, some people do and knowingly like take the medication. It's, it's, it's just what they want. That's fine with us. But what, people who we see are the ones who that was their only option is that medication every single right. day, or there were no answers on why their house started on fire. Their body even got to the point that it was. And then we're the carpenters that come in. We test everything, we rebuild everything, and we get you back to like your best version, your best version of yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that that's my analogy for for what we do. Oh that's yeah, it. that's that's really good. That's really mm -hmm. good. Yeah, I know that. Um, it's it is really interesting because that's that's what brought me to you know meditation and Reiki is because. I didn't want to go on medication for, you know, depression and anxiety. I mean, mm -hmm. as a nurse, like I said, I, it, it's, I know what's needed sometimes, but for some reason I just had it in my head that if I went on it, I would never come off it. And I didn't want to be on it for life. Yeah. And I don't know why I had that picture in my head, but mm -hmm. you know, I just didn't want to do it. So yeah. thankfully I had a therapist who suggested, you know, energy healing and meditation. Yeah. So, and I am all the whole, like myself and any other wellness way doctor, we're open to all other, you know, the technique that you do Reiki, like whatever it is, as long as your body isn't being like flat out manipulated by a drug that like you can't control, like there is no one size fits all. Mm -hmm. So that's why somebody could try acupuncture and it just changes their entire life. 
where yeah. someone comes to you and like that was the answer they felt they felt the connection with you like that's what their body needed like I'm all for that mm-hmm. just don't go manipulating your body to the point where like you're sitting in front of me <clears throat> and you're on 18 medications because every medication has a side effect right now we have to rebuild your body that's literally just like so moldy Base and, level, right? yeah it just I um I have I've heard this before. I've had a couple clients tell me too that, you know, they've been on birth control. You know, these are women who are in their, you know, mid 40s to sometimes early 50s. And they're mm-hmm. still on the same birth control that they were at, you know, like 20. Like they, they've been on it since they were 20. Mm-hmm. And um, I was actually told that someone's OB suggested they just stay on this till they're about 55. Because then they can just come off of it and they'll already be through menopause. menopause. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not how it works. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't believe that. Well, I guess I can. That a <laughs> medical doctor would say, that any doctor would say, I think mm-hmm. it's a good idea for you to stay on this birth control for 25, 30 years and then just come off of it. Yeah. Then you'll be through menopause and everything will be fine. Like, I mean, you got to remember that's their tools. That's the only training is drugs and surgery. They don't have anything else to offer. So they're always going to offer something long-term like that because that's not what they're trained in. That's what we're, that's what we're trained in is to do the other things to get you back to health. And so you're not relying on the system that just feeds you pills every day. Yeah. It's just, I, I just can't believe, you know, I mean, I think about, their bodies, like I said, being manipulated for decades and then coming off of it. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to know what to do. It's going to. Oh, no. There's a huge. <laughs> you, know, you know what I keep? Body. You know what I keep? That, the picture that keeps popping in my mind. It's like <laughs> Jurassic Park. Like we have all these dinosaurs that have woken up billions of years later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that it's the truth. It happened with me. I was on birth control, tried them all for almost 10 years and I'm still feeling the side effects. And I even know that my hormones, I've tested them. My hormones are perfect, but I still don't feel that great during my cycle because my uterus is still trying to shed layers and layers from not having a period for seven years straight. Yeah. That's I know not supposed to happen. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it's, it's, it blows my mind. Like this is the natural thing. If, if you can't see that, if you alter the natural cycle for decades and then expect everything to be okay, yeah. once you stop, you know, mostly altering it, it just, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. so you had mentioned something when we were talking earlier, and I think that we're probably getting close to talking about that point is when, because you said, um, you know, when you're looking at like your life and your, the building blocks of your health, we have to actually look to when we were in utero. Right. Right. So if you think of, well, let's just paint this picture of like what we're led to believe, like you were led to believe that you're a baby, your mom had you, you go through this perfect childhood life. When you decide you're going to have children, you're going to get married, have children, it's easy. You have your baby, you come home, like all is fine. That is not reality today. 
we have more infertility, we have more treatments, IVF, um, UV, like you name it. There are so many treatments, which that we also have that. more birth issues, like more birth defects, more miscarriage. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So now you're having, you have this baby, it's very medicalized now, um, whether you conceived medically or you had the baby in the hospital, there's other interventions. Then you go into puberty. Okay. You're female in puberty and they say, we'll put you on birth control because you have terrible acne or you have painful cycles or whatever it may be. This is our option. Okay. Here's your birth control. Then these women get to adulthood who have been on birth control, like you said, for life sometimes, 10, 15 years, and they want to have babies. Well, now one in six, and I think Honestly, it's like one in four women now are struggling with infertility. And we wonder why when they've been on a hormone, an exogenous hormone that's been manipulating their body this entire time. Fast forward to menopause and we have like hellish symptoms, symptoms, meaning that if you have hot flashes, vaginal dryness, your hair thins out or you start losing your hair, like all of those things. If that happened to you or is happening to you, that means that when you entered menopause, your hormones were not right. Right. If you can go into menopause and should go through menopause without any negative symptoms that right. we're all just like told, like we hate menopause. It's the worst thing ever. The hot flashes, like it's awful. So you have to start at the beginning, which is when your grandma conceived your mom that's really when it started because you are actually as old as your grandma right when your mom was in your grandmother's belly you were an egg in your mom and your mom was a baby right so for us not not so much it's going to be completely different for the kids today but for me and you when our moms were pregnant with us there were some hardcore medications given to help with um, reducing no, yeah. miscarriages and, and different things like that, which ultimately we found led to birth defects. Mm -hmm. And now one of the main drugs that was used to decrease miscarriages for women, our mom's age and even our grandma, it's now used as a plan B pill. Look it up. Look it Crazy. up. Crazy. Well, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if it's a plan B, how can it reduce miscarriage? Hmm. Yeah. So now all these women who took it while they were pregnant, the it's it's found to be much worse if you were a female in utero. Now they're all suffering from infertility because yes, it was supposed to help abort that baby like the plan B is supposed to, but they were taking it on a daily trying to help reduce miscarriages. Well, then how could those babies even survive? Because mom's too far along. Because at this point, they're, they're complaining of morning sickness and, and like negative. Oh, right, because plan B is like right after, gotcha. Right, so now it's right after. But right. back in the day, you would go and say like, I am having a really rough time with this pregnancy or right. miscarriages in the past. And they're going to say like, okay, well then we're going to give you this. And sure. now they use it for an entirely opposite reason. 
Wow. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I never knew that. So that's where you have to start. You have to start right. at the beginning of truly your life. So uterine environment, which you know, is extremely important, extremely right. important. Right. And, and regardless of medications, I mean, back in the day, women were smoking, drinking, oh, you know, for sure. doing all those things like that all impacts the uterine lining impacts the environment and how you grow and develop in your mother. Mm -hmm. So yeah, my mom said that she, she said she was never really a heavy smoker, but she did smoke with mm -hmm. her first two pregnancies, which were my older brother and me. And mm -hmm. then she stopped with the other two, but it was funny because she told me, she said, I absolutely love smoking. And if it wasn't bad for me, I would still do it now. Yeah. <laughs> there are a yeah. lot of people who have quit, but who have said that same thing to me. If they yeah. just love like the, the taste of it, the socialization and whatever. Yeah. Is, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So maybe to conclude that would be, we've heard of epigenetics a lot, yeah. which is where like that would start, right? Like when whatever your grandma was doing and your mom was doing while they were, while you oh, were grandma smoked like a chimney, man. <laughs> So now, she did. <laughs> for those who don't know what epigenetics is, it's a study of how, you know, your grandma, your ancestors really played into your life and your genetics now. But sure. no geneticist will argue that while sometimes genes can be turned on that are in negative fashion, those genes can still be turned off. So when I sit in front of someone who, and I hear this every day, my doctor says it's genetic. Yeah. I personally think it's <laughs> the biggest cop out ever. Yeah. I think it's a very easy answer to tell somebody and mm -hmm. not and put the problem all on them. I put the problem all on them in a different scenario, a different way, being that I ask you to look at, are you following the same habits as your mother? And was your mother taught the same habits as your grandmother? Right. So if they had issues doing the lifestyle that they were having and leading, and you're choosing to follow the same lifestyle, wouldn't you agree that it's more likely that that gene, that it's going to turn on for you if it right. turned on for them? Absolutely. Right. But I see people every day who, who flip, and this is really hard too, when you have to tell your mom and your grandma that no, moderation is not okay, and no, I can't have the cookies, and I can't have the things that I'm allergic to now. It's hard for family members to understand if they don't, I mean, if they don't understand what you're going through. So it's, it can be hard. It can be difficult to, to really transition when you've learned things from mom and grandma and they're like traditions but sure. it's, it's that question on is that what you want your life to look like when you're their age and maybe it is maybe they did great yeah healthy and i really yeah. hope so my grandma is extremely healthy 81 years old and has a hobby farm cows goats like she's so active and i'm so proud of her but that's really not the typical scenario today. Yeah, none of my grandparents made it that far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of smoking, filterless camels. <laughs> Lots of drinking. And, <laughs> yep. you know, I mean, they, 
you know, I think that they ate a ton of, well, they, they probably ate actually fairly well for, you know, as hard a work as they did. Yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, I mean, they didn't, they had to cook from scratch. They didn't have the processed stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, so that Mm -hmm. is obviously going to be much healthier than anything we have now. I mean, even going to the farmer's market, going to the farmer's market makes me feel so good, but I know that that stuff isn't organic. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's beautiful and it's great and it's cheap and it makes me feel good. But I'm like, I know that this isn't organic. <laughs> I know. I know. It's tough. It's becoming very tough. Yeah. So I think um, we should definitely schedule another interview and have you on again because I feel like we just uh, like barely scratched the surface. Agreed. Um, but this is definitely something that is really, really important. And, um, I will definitely be chatting with you about Mm -hmm. some stuff after we stop recording, but, um, just let everybody know really quick how to find you. And, um, if you have any kind of like an offer or any event coming up that you might want to share. Sure. So you can find us, Dr. Shane and I are very, um, we're all over Facebook. That's where we do a lot of videos, educational things, but our, website is thewellnessway.com. That will bring you to the main page. And with having over a hundred clinics across the United States, you can search your area code and where to find a doctor near you. That being said, I have patients virtually all over Washington, Montana, Nebraska, Michigan. So we see people, you know, all over the US virtually with the Wellness Way. I can't adjust you over the phone, but I can give you <laughs> Wellness Way recommendations and testing. Um, but really on Facebook, it's Lotus Family Chiropractic, the Wellness Way Osseo. And our little hashtag is Lotus Family Chiropractic TWWO. And um, I guess our, our big event coming up, and I don't know when this is going to be released, but we have our one-year celebration on October 4th at Together Farms. Okay. So I would love, Amy, you, I would love for you to come and your family to come. It's open to the public. It's like a community appreciation party. Uh, we're going to have pumpkin decorating and cupcakes, and the food truck's going to be there, and it's going to be an afternoon of fun. Yeah. It's on Sunday, October 4th from 11 to 3 PM. So that's our next thing. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today, Dr. Courtney. I really appreciate your time. Yeah. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for, for doing this, being a leader in, in women's health and pelvic wellness. Uh, It's awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you for joining me today on Women's Pelvis Wellness, where you can be heard. Because remember, if you're not being heard, you're not being helped. Please join my Facebook group by the same name, Women's Pelvis Wellness, and join a community of women who are there for you to support you, guide you, and love you through your pelvic health struggles. Also, this is a great place to check out my new class schedule. Thank you for joining me in becoming a pelvis wellness warrior.